Welcome to Dublin Book Festival 2022 call for submissions announcement. We're here with Julianne Saron, Director of Dublin Book Festival. Welcome, Julianne. Um, so Dublin Book Festival has been running since 2006. Tell us what differentiates it from other book festivals. Uh, thanks, Roisin. Um, I think, well, there's really one major thing, and that is that the Dublin Book Festival was founded by Publishing Ireland. So the publishers in Ireland got together. They wanted to showcase um, for their writers, their illustrators and um, their artists. And that's where Dublin Book Festival came from. So our main thing is that we are we focus on Irish published um, work. So where we do, you know, represent obviously voices from um, some UK publishers the priority of the festival is that they are Irish published. Yes and tell me how has Dublin Book Festival evolved in recent years? Well it's just been I started I figured out today um, this is my 13th year programming the festival so I um, and it has changed so much from when I began in 2010 um, it was, it was quite a literary festival. And the first move that myself and the board made was we wanted, we kind of looked at who we were, what we were representing. And we are a book festival and we're representing publishers and writers of Ireland. And we really wanted to show the breadth of what was being produced in Ireland. And so that kind of opened so many doors. So that's where our family program, our schools program um, started. And that has become, you know, really um, quite at the heart of the festival during, if you've ever been um, over the course of the weekend in the um, Smock Alley, there's prams and families and kids running around um, and they kind of mingle in with our, you know, our older audiences. Um, We'll often have, um, you know, parents, avid readers who are bringing their children to events that they really want to go to. So it has it's grown every year. Our venues grow every single year. We get a new venue. So we work with not only um, within Smock Alley, but we've got venues throughout the city. And I guess publishing has changed so much over the years as well. And that's really what um, we've kind of moved with that growth and that change um, over the years as yeah. And so the purpose of today is to alert authors and publishers or even just readers with recommendations that the submissions process is open from the 1st of March. So maybe can you give us an overview of that process? Yeah, so we will, there'll be a call out on our website. Um, publishers can put forward their titles for the year for 2022. Um, and then writers can also uh, just send us information about themselves and their book. Um, what I would say is we, you know, we would ask that, you know, keep your email quite precise information on the author um, information about the book. And if you've got, um, you know, a kind of a publishers often have advanced information on on books and just send a one page document through. That's all we kind of really need. I've seen in the past few years, probably the past three or four years, authors are kind of pairing up with author ideas, uh, authors, and they have different event ideas. And we're very open to that. And um, often we're getting kind of applications where the authors are pairing up with other art forms, such as um, musicians or theater or visual arts. And we're very open to all different types of events. And um, we're asking readers if you really want to see a particular author poet um writer just get in touch and let us know 
Yeah. And what, so just um, what is the deadline? Actually, we should highlight that. the deadline. Yes, so it will be a will at uh, the open call be for one month. So we'll close the first week of April. Yes. Now, you sort of you mentioned there sort of a couple of errors that people can make when submitting. But is there anything else that you'd like to highlight or address here? Um, I guess. Process? Yeah, well, I think uh, get in touch. Um, <laughs> I actually was just doing a panel session at the weekend about um, approaching festivals. And I think the majority of festivals are really open to getting submissions. Yeah. Do your research in advance. Make sure that what you're putting forward is suitable for the festival you're um, approaching. Make sure you get the festival name correct. I have had many people send in the wrong name of the festival. So maybe just, you know, kind of rather than sending the email which you've sent to 50 other festivals try personalize it a little bit yes okay great and is there any um sort of area or genre that has been underrepresented in recent years that you'd like to highlight um well i think god every year i suppose the festival we work really hard to try reflect what's going on in Ireland and the different conversations going on, I suppose, in the world. Um, so we do work hard in that. And I guess that can be seen from what's being published. Um, I try every year, I always try to bring in a one or two genres that we've never done before. Um, and so if anyone has any ideas, absolutely put them forward. Uh, we're not perfect. And I'd love to hear from, you know, people, especially if you have different kind of quirky event ideas or anything like that, get in touch. Yeah. And you mentioned there about authors approaching with, with ideas for events and um, maybe give us some examples of events that have worked well in the past. OK, so have we found since actually COVID, we have um, found that pairing music and we've just done a bit more of a pairing music with authors um, or, you know, in conversation events, it really breaks it up or where an author has actually paired themselves with a musician who has developed a song, you know, that relates back to the book or to the piece. Yeah. That, um, you know, it's kind of it's quite a re usually a reflective event um, and it works really, really well. Also bringing the book to life with actors. Um, uh, we've done a few, few events like that and it just breaks things up. It brings it more. It makes it a bit more alive for the audience. And yeah. um, so different. Also, we love doing uh, walking tours um, where especially for historical books, um, probably you know or nature and uh, they work really really well it takes people away from you know out into the outdoors and very much brings the books alive when you're you know if an author is talking about trees that you're standing beside trees and he's able to show you the visuals um, and the same for a kind of historical as well yeah and like that was what I was going to ask why are these types of events so successful and I suppose it's because it gives the reader another way to engage and brings the material alive do you have a favorite type of event that you've ran over the last few years or one that stands out um god it's so hard we do everything from you know writing workshops for children and uh, professional development anniversary events for publishers and uh, book launches they're always really good fun because um, especially if it's say an anthology and you've got a whole group of um writers together um you know the excitement is just palpable from them and you know everyone's really excited about the release of a book um i, I kind of I, it's really hard to say. I think that this year, um, the 
you know, the in conversations were really, really, um, they were just kind of very moving. A lot of them. Yeah. I've never cried at the festival before, and I spent my whole time crying at DBF oh. 2021. Yeah. And I don't know what that was, but I think people were very open and honest and quite vulnerable. Um, and maybe it was because people just were craving the live events. So for me at the moment, I'm like, just so long as it's live, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Now the idea of programming a, an entire book festival sounds hugely overwhelming. But maybe just give us a little insight into the process from receiving a submission to actually programming the festival okay so uh, my I mean every um festival program they work differently so my process is quite organic um I will start receiving books in January and I just start reading so for me the, that's where it begins reading it's all to do with the books so I'm looking I keep looking away because I'm looking at all these books that I have sitting in front of me um and then you know we get submissions I'll review them but they all ultimately come down to the book so we will I'll then go back and say can you please send me a copy of your book and I just get reading and how it really works is it's you know I'll suddenly I'm reading a book at the moment and it'll trigger some something with another writer or uh, you know I'll kind of think oh, this would work so well with that book I just read and I, that's why I kind of need the physical copies of the book so that I can see them bring them together in front of me and know yes those two work really well together um, and then that's where it very much comes from and then with our uh, venues that we work with I would um, you know I know their audiences quite well and they might you know say we'd love an event that's got to do with x y and z um, and I'll be able to go back to the books and come together. Yeah. And you mentioned some there, but like what, what would the main considerations be for you when you're programming the festival? Uh, yeah, I guess it comes down to um, the books and to make sure that uh, what I'm programming is reflective of what's going on in Ireland, that the conversations that are going on in the Ireland, that um, we represent diversity. There are so many different voices in Ireland and to try and bring those voices into um, our programming is really important and something we do work uh, very hard on. Um, so I think I'm making sure that our audiences are happy and that we are you know bringing them events and voices that they want to hear as well yeah and you mentioned diversity there which is a huge issue and just to highlight there sort of what actions have you taken over the last couple of years to make sure the program is more diverse yeah, so we work closely with the publishers because we're Irish published. We, you know, it um it can it has been limiting over the in the past, um. But I think Irish publishers um have really stepped up, and you know, there's a lot of work to be done. And I'm not saying that our programming is perfect, but we do we are trying to bring in um the different voices and um, different backgrounds. Some of the like um, publishers like Scheme Press, and um, they're brilliant at bringing um kind of underrepresented voices so we were very mindful about that but also about you know the pairing of events as well so making sure that voices um from all different backgrounds are brought together maybe in one panel um we're working with them um, we've got a project on at the moment with um uh, several different organizations where we called raising voices it's a fellowship and um, where we kind of did an open call and asked people from underrepresented um voices to say you know come on let us know why you're underrepresented how can we help you and we chose six fellows and we're working with them to help develop and support their work for writing for children 
or a drawing for our children um, and we'd hope to continue projects like this in the future. Great and like it sounds like such interesting work do you have any personal highlights from over the years? Oh, um, there's so many. Um, I the one of our events um last year was with actually with Scheme Press, and um, it was on their Play of Forward Fellowship, so quite similar to our Raising Voices. Um, and it was just it was a very moving event. The uh, writers had gone through a mentorship, and they were reading their work. Um, at Dublin Book Festival this year, and it was just it was a beautiful event. It was um. It was just, it was very, very inspiring and um, that I really, really enjoyed. And actually this year, as I said, this year's events, they were just, there was a lot of moving events. There were a lot of conversations had that we had not had at the festival before. Um, yeah. And I think it was really important and it showed the progression the progression of Irish publishing and of DBF as well um, and of Irish society. Um, another one I'd always wanted, um, Dervlin Murphy this is one of like it was years ago we had this event um, and I was only talking about it at the weekend so maybe it's fresh in my mind and um, that was a great event it was herself and Alice Taylor and the two of them just sparked off each other and they really did it was just it was a beautiful conversation they were so fun and I think Sean Rocks was chairing it at the time and sure you barely knew he was there because the two of them just talked amongst yeah. themselves it was great and that's often a sign of a really really good event but there's so many I just wouldn't be up to yeah know. yeah <laughs> yeah and so what are your hopes for this year's festival that it will be live <laughs> that would be my big hope is that we're back we're live our audiences are in this year we only had I think was one or two live children's events and even though so in um kind of we have a festival hub in Smock Alley upstairs there's like a cafe um a, a bookshop and we have book launches and everything and we really miss that this year it's chaotic but it is where the audiences really get to meet and talk to the writers. Um, it's where the writers get to talk to themselves, other writers and network and with publishers. And that is kind of at the heart of the festival where we're bringing everybody together um, in an intimate space where, you know, it's kind of, it's accessible, it's relaxed and fun. So I would really hope that this year we get that back. Yeah. Thanks so much for your time, Julianne. So for more information on the submissions process, go to the Dublin Book Festival website. Yeah. Thanks so much, Roisin. Thanks.